brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Sip, 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 sip. Sip it. Sip it good. <laughs> when a problem comes but along, please you must do it sip it. Italian style on this show, okay? <laughs> Crack that weep. <laughs> Luigi, bring me. Bring Step me on the a break. Oh, yeah. Break your mama Mia's back. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, everyone. This is. A Sips episode of the award-winning Sips, Suds, and Smokes podcast, where everything good in life is worth discussing. I am your hostess, good old gal Juliana, and with me today at this special table is good old boy Dave. Are you threatening me? My bunghole will ask the questions. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a vast improvement. If I could get the mic down there. Yeah, right. I thought this was just the regular we'll to, table. We'll have to change the game <laughs> on the, on the, uh, on the microphone. Yeah, this is, up, so. we're revisiting, the, table. The, revisiting table. the past. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Let me see some ID be on this show, Dave. <laughs> also with us today, good old gal Carrie Ann. Welcome back. Hello. I'm here. <laughs> Newly minted certified spirits. <laughs> you got your CSS right. Yes, certified Can't re- specialist. Specialist like, uh, of spirits. Is that, Only them, is that like CRS? Like, like one of them ghost hunters yeah. or something? The important yeah. part is that it's special. Yeah, but, oh. but did you get a tattoo like Kendall? No. Oh, man. Okay, all right. Next week. Oh, okay. It's coming. He's all tatted up. <laughs> a special place. <laughs> Whoa, my God. I could show you, but you'd have to marry <laughs> me. Cough, sputter. <laughs> Sputter cough. Wow. I like how this episode's really got off the rail. What's the time, Mark? And Three we minutes. are at two minutes <laughs> two and minutes. 42 like that. seconds. That's a new record, yes. Are we done? I think it... I, I <laughs> and know. cut. Exactly. <laughs> Good old boy, Sparky. Welcome back. I'm just looking forward to doing something classy after all these uh, digestives, like maybe uh, trying to see what happens if you combine White Castle and Crystal at the same time. Yeah. A, I feel this will make me invincible. It's like uh, crossing that's a the good, streams. Yeah. That's a good yeah. tip off about what today's episode might be about. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's right. Okay, that's that's crystals. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm here <laughs> Tasting and discussing these crystal the square burgers. burgers. <laughs> square burger episode. Oh my gosh. Good old boy Mike. Hi. Hey there. Welcome everybody. Please do not change this channel just yet before you find out exactly what we're going to talk about. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. It's true. It's you, Mike. <laughs> well, that's for sure. Thanks. I, I did not need anybody to point that out. I knew it was me, okay? 
So I, I don't know how we ended up here, but uh, no, look, look, this is <laughs> this has satisfied all of my casting strengths right here. We have to have one person at the table that actually knows what they're talking about. Carrie Ann, thank you for being here. And we have I to think have, Juliana's done a little. And we have to have one idiot at the table. Thank and you. Mike. I am fulfilling that role <laughs> on this episode. That's so. how we get that tax break. I, I feel actually. like we, I feel like yeah. we've doubled up on the Juliana's. Good. She's going to make sure that we're rolling program. along and on schedule, which she's about to get back on schedule, right? That There's, she is. Speaking oh, yeah. of cracking that whip, yes. episode. Um, it's true. You must sip it. Um, so we're not really sure how it happened, but we're doing a sip segment. And as you may or may not know, they're all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. So uh, the uh, lowest number was drawn, and you get us. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is our Italian Amaro episode. We. Oui. We. Oui. We'll explore a few regions of Italy. Oh, that's beautiful. And showcase a couple of Amari from each area. This is the third installment of our series on Amaro. Episode one, otherwise known as I've Never Had This Before, discusses the basics of Amaro. Episode two, otherwise known as Born in the USA, covers American versions of Amaro. Sorry, Mr. Springfield. America. So much America. Please send our apologies. <laughs> If you listen to us online, please make sure to check out our show notes on these episodes. We have included some excellent books and articles to learn more about tomorrow. Oh, well, before we get into this episode, this segment is brought to you by Lil Stiffies. Folks, how many times have you ordered an expensive cocktail only to find it, well, a bit lacking? When that happens, grab a little stiffy. These tiny shots of pure grain alcohol with our proprietary blend of herbs will perk up a tired old fashioned or resurrect a lifeless zombie. Add it to your drink or just pop it into your mouth. Lil Stiffies, grab yours today. Well, we're going to definitely taste a lot of great products today. Carrying it. We are. Yeah. So the Yamari we will be tasting and discussing today include number one is. Wait, I got five bucks. She's going to screw up at least two of these. I got got 10 on four. Look. Dang. (laughs) Braulio Amaro Alpino. And then number two is Sabona Amaro. Number three is Kick Mike Out. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> or just Kick Mike. Just Kick Mike. Just pull the cord. Yeah, this is a fun one. Luxardo Bitter Bianco. Number four, Alice Amaro Derb. Derb, Derb. <laughs> Number five, Punch Fantasia in the mouth for making this thing that smells like feet. <laughs> Nice. Subtle. Six. <laughs> Amaro Lucano. Number seven, Averno Amaro Siciliano. And our final one, number eight, Amaro Dalletna. Mmm. Yum. Good boy, Mike, gets the honors of going over our sips ratings today. And you know they will be with his flair and panach. So <laughs> I. <laughs> You know, I decided to channel the fact that we've done English accents in like multiple regions, you know? Yeah. And I have not really brushed up on my fake Italian in a while. I've been to Italy twice, and 
I don't know all the dialects. So of you're Italian. saying you usually brush up on your fake accents, right? So, correct. And they're Damn. still that I actually bad. still yeah. that bad. <laughs> that I actually bad. have it's some significant. audio that we captured from the last time Mike was in Italy. And it didn't go very well. Ah, uh, scusi. Babbitaboopy. Che cosa? What are you doing? Speaking Italian. Babbitaboopy. Babbitaboopy. You can't speak Italian just because you have a mustache. Babbitaboopy. 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 Yep. That's how it's going to go. We're going to be a. Macaroni grill. We're going to be a tasting and a rating. These are Mari. For these uh, sips are rating, I'm going to be telling you already now, because my good old boy, Mike, is going to bring it home for you. It's a number one. I don't know how to say Italian one, but he's uh, giving me uh, the glass uh, to wash it out of my mouth. It's a good thing you're not offending an entire country at once. We were doing better no with the No comments from uh, the <laughs> cheaper seats. Number Dewey. Nice, but what do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Number three. Uh, that's not how you say three in Italian, but you <laughs> say it that way today. Hmm, interesting. What? This again. It's a little bit Transylvania there. Eagle, bring me the blood for number four. Let's keep the secret to ourselves. Pour me another. So we've just abandoned Italy all together. No, 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 no. I'm going to pee. <laughs> and if you happen to drop by in uh, Venice and you go to It's a Small World because the whole freaking island is It's a Small World, you're just in a gondola. Holy boy, it's underwear. Anything could be this good. Oh, my goodness. I just want to point out. I yeah. did all the hand gestures yeah. in the middle of this. That's I know true. you can't I'm see dead. that. No, but he it was, was just gesticulating furiously. Hands. Total yeah. hand job. That's that whole thing. Dude. Yeah, we all got a hand yeah. job Thanks. just now. Award winning. Nobody wow. finished. Though. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Used to disappointment. I like how we lost a third of the audience. Like, wow. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm sorry. A- I'd like to apologize to the children. Not sure. Not sure why the children are listening to I'll a show about liquor, but I'm just so sorry. Because mm. mommy passed out. It's mm, true. Yep. <laughs> You're the reason mommy drinks. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, dang. Okay, before we get into these wonderful tastings, let's have a brief recap of what Amaro is. That's Amore. <laughs> oh, is that me? Yes. I told you I'm here. See. Si. So the term bitters refers to any of the number of spirits that are flavored with bitter herbs, roots, and held to have medicinal qualities. Amaro is the Italian word for bitter. I See how it's was, possible to say an Italian word was, without an accent? I thought bitter was just pissed off white chicks. Spinsters. What? Wow. So, continue. <laughs> continue. Amari. You better, you better check your glass before right, you drink yeah, it. Yeah, well, there you go. Amaris range between 16 and 40% alcohol, and their color range goes from bright orange to deep molasses. They can be clear or unfiltered. They can have flavors ranging from alpine-sourced herbs, flowers, and roots to southern coastal areas influenced by citrus and spices brought from trade markets. 
exotic. So you have to go up the hill. You have to yodel a lot. You have to gather all the crap on the mountain. I think they yodel in Italy. Of course you do. Yeah. It's like Italian yodeling. They yodel from across the mountain range in Switzerland. We just got banned from Italy. That's true. Oh, don't worry. We we just basically said you throw a bunch of Italian lawn clippings into some liquor and then you're good, right? Yeah, Yeah, right. That's basically how this works. I thought that was grappa. No, that's uh, lighter fluid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a very different experience. Now, yeah. How could you be confused? That's called the second Have you ever noticed why I don't have nose again. hairs? Oh, gosh. It's grappa. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, we will be right back after this brief really? interlude. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. <sighs> Thanks. I'm still here. <laughs> hey, girl. So, for hey. those of you just tuning in, today... Today is another Amaro episode. This is, we're concentrating on Italian Amaro. And the first one in particular we're going to be talking about is the Amaro Braglio. It is from Bormio, Valtellima, Italy, and it's 21% ABV. The first recipe was developed in 1875 by Dr. Giuseppe Poloni. He was a lover of aromatic plants and herbs and owned a pharmacy. I mean, he loved. Them. Oh yeah, he really he was loved. Weird. His neighbors Central. talked. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the herbs. I can't leave them alone. Oh oh. <laughs> God bless. Some of the herbs that are used in his recipe are harvested on the slopes of Monte Broglio, which See, lies I in the heart of Stelvio National Park. Up the mountain in order to get this ground. They, they, you do go up the mountain, and then you come back down. With so, a handful of sticks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tastes like sticks. Tasty sticks. And then it's a morrow. Yeah, exactly. The herbs are macerated with a neutral grain spirit for 30 days. Shh. Macerated. Oh, sorry. I've yes, yeah. I know. No. I know. Clear out those ears, buddy. And then they're blended with the sugar syrup and piped into Slavonian oak barrels. Mm. The traditional Braglio is aged for 15 to 20 months, while the limited edition Reserva is aged for up to three years. And then 2014, Braglio was purchased by the Campari Group, and now we can have it here in the United States. What? Mm. what? Yes. Go, girl. Braglio used to be the... um, the upper, like, northern Italian version of Fernet, Bronca, and, like, oh, the whole cool. handshake yep. thing. Yeah, people would smuggle in Braglio to the United States. Don't That's cool, man. To have it. Yep. So, let's discuss Do you have anything to declare? I have a better thing. liqueur with me. <laughs> but I Wait, won't say where I'm keeping it. And my wife. Are you bitter and you have liqueur, or it's a bitter liqueur? I'm not really quite sure what you said, sir. You definitely get, uh, like, I feel like you get a lot more, like, kind of evergreeny kind of yep. stuff out of this, right? Menthol. Menthol? Yep. I feel like I can breathe better. Eucalyptus. Very eucalyptus. I actually wrote down, this is a liquid Ricola. Ricola! I mean, I'm telling you, if you just had, like, the original uh, Ricola formula and a liquid form, this is it, man. Wouldn't you just rather drink this? Though? I would rather yeah. drink yeah, this. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, then you won't sure. care if you're still sick. It's yeah, true. Is there sure. booze in the cough drops? I uh, No, that's a very missed, that's a missed moment, <laughs> I feel. Yeah. Sydney, have another Maybe there needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's more medicinal anyway. You'll be the best kindergartner. But, um, let's see. <laughs> well, but yeah, wow. just, just a great herbal profile. Sip, Sip, and Smokes does not endorse children drinking. No. Often. Well, <laughs> sometimes. 
but yeah, a really great herbal profile, uh, getting a lot of like, uh, you know, the Alpino, I mean, you're getting a lot of these like evergreen kind of Alpine notes out of it. It's um, very complex. Very, I would have to say that it's very, you know, these are definitely the very strong tasting elements that, you know, we're going through here, but I, there's like a real complexity. Uh, behind this one, I um, like everything about it, and then the finish just goes. Blah. Yeah. It's Are a, you getting any wood? I don't get. No. <laughs> Not lately, I, Sparky. I but thanks for asking. <laughs> Are you bitter? <laughs> Purely medicinal, I assure you. Always bitter. Always. Always. Okay. Um. But yeah, I, I don't. I don't necessarily pull out any of the the wood. You would be the wood. You'd be the queen wow. of wood. There Scott, is uh, no Sparky, way through this. I feel like if there was anybody that would have to pull out the wood. Don't pull out your wood, Sparky. Please. And that's why it's radio, folks. This is not so that show. I can definitely tell that it's been aged. Okay. But it doesn't have, I don't know what kind of like treatment they're doing to their barrels. It's not strong. Right. And I mean, it's probably, there's so much overwhelmingly yeah. herbal stuff going on. And the sugar kind of yeah. just like. That's a great point. Definitely. Softens it. Yeah. yeah. It softens it a bit. But like at the end, I think where it kind of falls off is that whatever woody characteristic is in it, it that's it at the end and it's just a short the wood doesn't last very long the wood it doesn't last does. long. it just it uh, doesn't last no. long enough it's kind of disappointing kind of kind of wilts as it didn't towards stay the end, in the wood long enough yeah. either for it to have it's, like a major effect on it yeah. this is definitely something i would enjoy uh you know after a, a really uh heavy meal something that was had you know a lot of fatty foods like a big steak with blue cheese or lots of brie or you know, sack full of cheese crystals. Yeah, you know, mm. <laughs> cheese tots, right. cheese tots. Yes, skyline chili. Uh, no, no, no. Let's <laughs> not go chili cheese wow. puffs. I think that in terms of cocktails, I think um, partnering this with like a little bit of rye, maybe a little bit of vermouth. Like, okay, yeah, kind of yeah. like. I, I'm thinking like maybe a Boulevardier. Yeah, with um, this. But using this instead, I think would be. That'd be fun. Hmm. Yeah, I think it would be really cool. And then bringing a little bit of lemon citrus in too, just to just cut through it. No? Yes? Mm. Maybe? Well, she's trying I, to I, picture I was with eyes. you until she's the citrus. Well, oh. I'm, I'm thinking the vermouth would actually compete yeah. with quite a bit of this. I like the idea of rye whiskey for sure. I just um, like rye whiskey. Yeah. Okay. Can yeah, you some? can just put the rye whiskey and just skip this. <laughs> well, there you go. It'd be awesome. There you <laughs> go. Shot of rye, shot of uh, Amaro Bralino. Bralio. Oh, yeah. So we're going to rate this, the Bralio Amaro, we're going to rate a four. Despite some people voting differently. Well, everyone's a critic, right? My mama says I'm different. Everyone's a critic. Well... Now, One of us. <laughs> Sparky's like a box of chocolates. Aww. You want to lick him? He's all full of some weird goo. Eee. Wow. <laughs> well, I guess that wood didn't last. <laughs> Put then, it back in the box. <laughs> there. The next one that we're going to be talking about is this Sabona Amaro from... And forgive me if I butcher this. Piobessa Dialba. Gesundheit. Thank you. Yeah. The it's Pubesa the Piedmont Sabana. region of Italy. And this is 28% alcohol by volume. Produced by the Antica <laughs> Distillaria <laughs> the heck? Domenico Sabota. 
It is situated in the center of an important wine zone and has a distinction of being the oldest distillery in the region. The Amaro is made from a traditional Piedmontese recipe, which uses a variety of aromatic plants and herbs like gentian root, chinchona, rhubarb, burnt orange peel, clove, cardamom, and other warm spices. I taste the chinchilla. Feeling that warm. The chinchilla. The chinchilla. Yeah. yeah, you have to kind of scrape that part off your tongue. Is it a little furry for yeah. you? So two things with this is like go, just a lot more that. sweetness than the first one that we tried. So ton, tons more sweetness, and then lots of the citrus. Like I completely pick up on that the citrus flavors hmm. on it. I haven't had a Coke in about thirty years, but this is what I recall. <laughs> so what you like, remember Coke, Coke being like? way, way like, off. It's cola-ish. Well, it has a burnt caramel yeah. uh, quality to it. it. Um, and I think that's what you're picking up on with the the style of sweetness uh, that it's being presented with. Um, I actually wrote down pleasing. This is fairly well-balanced. Uh, it's definitely sweet up front. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the thing that catches you. Uh, it gave me a Sabona. A Sabona. <laughs> I, I think it's kind of mintier, too. Like... I don't know. On the end, yeah. Yeah. And I like that it's a little lesser in viscosity than the Braulio. Sure. It's still... This is a lot more approachable. Though. This is one of those things where I think you could get away with having this uh, as a aperitif or a digestive either way. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, you know, I think you can enjoy this neat. I can see enjoying it, you know, maybe combined with something else. Um you know. I actually do get this burnt orange peel. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. I think this would be like a fun thing during the holiday season, you know, like, um, you know, just kind of getting some, you know, when you've got the whole cardamom and clove thing, like it just kind of reminds me of something that would be, I don't know, maybe you could toss them in some eggnog. Do you guys, are you okay oh, with gosh, eggnog? Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. I could see. This. I could see competing with. You could put it in your potpourri. It depends on how. <laughs> so, if this is the fortifying agent, and you've left out the other aspect of any any other alcohol in the eggnog. So, if this is just straight up without any spices, bingo, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, but if it's a spiced eggnog, and then you're adding this to it, you know, on top of you know whatever else is people whatever. could die. <laughs> yeah, I'm people with could you. die. They yeah. may ask to. Yeah. yeah, but uh, you know. It falls in that line where, you know, again, I think you would enjoy this with, I think, different types of cheese. You know, I can see having very nice Havarti with this. Uh, you know, I think, uh, uh, you know, I think some French uh, French cream uh, style cheeses. I could have you know, some would, banana would bread with cream cheese. Yeah, Ooh. that would work. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm the, feeling. So th- mm. that's for breakfast. You were just going to have a, start the day with a Mari? Choo-choo. It's only Why 20 not? something percent. I think yeah. that really prepares you <laughs> for whatever's going to drink happen. all day if you don't start right off the yeah. bat. Right, Amen. Buddy. Yeah. Our new series, Drinking with Carrie Ann at 8 a.m. Day, day drinking <laughs> with Live. Carrie Ann. Breakfast of champions. Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, I think what's really cool about um, this Sabona is that it can go with something very light, like as a spritz. But then I happen to be a fan of milk punches and how oh, they like yes. made a big uh, resurgence. Yes. I them. think I that like this punch. would be cool in a milk punch. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I could totally see that. Mm, yeah. yeah, especially around the holidays because it's got that. I think I'd be picky about whatever 
No. What you picky? Stop Come it. Well, never. Girl. All right. <laughs> so exactly what you would would you make it with? Yeah. What what cream component would you use? <laughs> you know, I've actually. <laughs> Just whatever. Can we just I can agree. we just move on? I agree. Let's read Dot this and move on. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. We are going to rate this a four because the fours have it. <sighs> Thank you, Savona Amaro. Thank you. Okay, moving on. We are now going to move into Torreglia. Um Italy, and we're going to talk about the Luxardo Bitter Bianco, which is from the Luxardo Group, and this is thirty percent ABV. Get so, there. yeah, this is a this is a cool little story, and I've just recently discovered uh, this Amaro and have fallen in love with it. So, Zara used to be the Venetian capital of Dalmatia before the falling to Austrian rule. Way, way, way back in the day. Stop it. A little history is good for the soul. He doesn't have one. Oh. Oh, snap. <laughs> if I did, I would rate it low and less complex. <laughs> so, Girolamo Luxardo moved his family to Zara in 1817 and became a consulate representative of the Kingdom of Sardinia, where he came from. Oh, that's something fishy about that. Uh, oh, wow. You're welcome. You're wow. welcome. Yeah. So, oh, there's a matinee. in 1821, he founded the Luxardo <laughs> Distillery gets a little blue. to produce the flagship Maraschino Rosolio liqueur. Those of us that enjoy the last word cocktail. Staple of my bar. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. So, at the end of World War One, Zara was incorporated into the Kingdom of Italy. And... Zorro? Zorro? The gay blade. Zorro? Zorro. Oh, the gay blade. no. It was. The distillery. That's okay. We're not judging. Sure. We're not judging. The distillery thrived and more liquor was produced, including but bitters. But of course. But then sadly, World War II happened and pretty Ooh. much decimated most of the distillery and the, the town. not like this stuff. See, si. see. Si. It is not Jägermeister. You will not make it. You will not drink it. Uh, apparently. So in 1947, the surviving family rebuilt the distillery in Torreglia, where it remains to this day. Now, Mr. Luxardo had a recipe for this bitter Bianco in the early 1900s, but of course it didn't survive because the bombings and the war and got stuff. Bombed and lost his, uh, right. recipe. So what's interesting about the bitter Bianco in relation to everything else that we are tasting today is... It's using bitter herbs, aromatic plants, and citrus fruits. However, um, before the blending process, most of these infusions are distilled. The distillation causes the color to turn transparent and then changes this flavor profile. So it's like a gin bag. Yep. It is. And then an infusion of Roman absinthe is added at the end <gasps> to enhance the taste and what? gives it the ivory color that you see in the bottle. Well, I don't know about ivory, but this is it's absolutely clear. clear. <laughs> so it's yeah. not clear. It's got a. If you look it's at the bottle, it's got a slight ivory it's tinge to it. Translucent, yes. not transparent. It's very clear. Like, yeah. Clearly, Mike, Mike, hold up that glass and see if you can read read this through it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm number one again. All right. Okay. Yep. Well, you see it. So. I, 
I like it. Well, so I, let's yeah. just say that this color is dramatically different than anything else we have in the flight because yes, it is. This one is clear. Um, Ish. Yes. And <laughs> it's very bitter up front. Um, it's bitter. It's sweet. It's menthol. I picked up a you know good bit of anise on on this. Yeah, I mean, it's missing a lot of the more caramel, cola, you know, coffee oh, yeah. Yeah. stuff that we usually experience with these. But really, you know, neat, a neat, um, neat, <laughs> neat. <laughs> but yeah, really interesting uh, flavor profile. Yeah, it is. I, I like the viscosity on it. I like mm. how it's layers of flavor on the tongue. This is definitely one that... To me, I would be sipping and enjoying. It's very, I mean, it's palate cleansing too as well, but I just, I dig all of the layers of this. I'd be curious to put this blind against some of the um, aged products and see if we can pull it out. Ooh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it does feel, I mean, it's got that weightiness. Yeah. That you would think that it would be aged, even though it's not. Yeah, I can't see having a whole a uh, whole lot of this, um, you know, neat. Uh, so you kind of talked about just enjoying, you know, a glass of it or something. And I just, I mean, I could probably have like a half ounce, and I'd say I'm good. You know, I, I you know, and to, and I'm gonna have to be a naysayer too. I think it's a little bit more of a novelty than something I would seek out intentionally. But it's, I mean, it's really cool. Um, I just, I don't know. I guess with with most of these products, I've kind of grown used to those darker flavor profile yeah i think when uh, definitely when you say the word amari you know i or i definitely think of something that is going to be dark caramel colored coffee you know, chocolate co- yeah. yeah the darker yeah this would from just the the view of it in the glass i would go i'm not really quite sure what that is you know but be great for shots there he goes again wow join us on the shot show wouldn't we uh, go through this one well i am curious to see if it's gonna loosh Ooh. oh we have a live loosh and Mm. yes Mm. i'll go wow wow okay i like it well we are gonna rate this a four but bordering on a five that's classified Oh, okay. it's quite nice with a little nice bit of story. water. Does it open it up Actually, a bit more? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, moving next, we're going to go to the Alice Amaro Dierbe Nina. Derp. Yes. Which is from Veneto, Italy. Um, it is 30% ABV. So, Cinzia Kanzian's aunt's n- nickname was Nina, and she was the one that made up this recipe with over 30 medicinal ingredients, including gentian root, mint, orange rind, sage, fennel fronds, rhubarb root, yarrow, and licorice. This Amaro is produced by two women in the northernmost reaches of the Conegliano and Valdobiadin hills with the Dolomites in their backyard. Dolomite? Dolomite. That's my name. Rudy Ray Moore. Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they're on a mission to produce the most pure, elegant, and natural Amaro. And Mm. cheers to it being a female distillery. Wow. You can taste the lady in every... Your name is Cinzia Kanzian. And your nickname is Nina. Ah, it's a thing. I get it. It needs a Z in there. Has anybody seen Dolomite? You'd understand. To be continued after this brief interlude. Welcome back, everyone. So today's episode is about Italian Amaro. 
and that's about as close as what? I can get to Italian that's accent. Thank you. That's a lot Italian better. Amaro. <laughs> yeah. Name? So we are in the middle of discussing the Alice Amaro de Urbanina. Um, Not the Pinta or the Nina or the Santa Maria. <laughs> right. <God. laughs> But the Nino. The Nino. And this is... it is Nina or Nino? I love it. Nina. 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 I love Nina. Nino is a different Amari that I actually... I, I love that one. But no we don't have Nino. it in the flight here today. Yeah. No. no. I like Nino Nina. Today. I mean, it's I, just such a rush of mint. I yes. love that. It's not it high on viscosity, scent. but high on flavor. It stings the nostrils. <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Um... My uh, leading uh, tasting uh, was wow, uh, super balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, just, uh, um, I think the base reminded me of like a root beer or a sassafras, you know, kind of root yeah. to it, you know. Um, well, there is a lot of rhubarb in it, <laughs> a lot of rhubarb. Huh? Never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> See, my initial note on it is that it's very one note. It doesn't have no, a lot. Really? Very complex. So. Oh, gosh. Oh, and I'm wow. tasting a little fennel in there, too. It out? One mm. very complex note. Well, I gave it my ultimate compliment. I actually poured a second uh, helping for yeah, myself. Yeah, same here. So. That's I, I just really like the mint forward nature of it and just uh, its balance of sweetness. And, um, yeah, I don't know about the rhubarb so much, but... Yeah, There's definitely a lot of things going on. I'm tasting this straight up today. I've never had this before. You're hearing all of my initial impressions of this. Some of these other products I've had, you know, two or three times uh, before. Um, this is my favorite of the flight uh, by far. So wow. I, I, I'm Damn, gonna give son. It, I'm going to give it, uh, yeah, that, that really is, uh, you know. Mike loves the ladies. I, I bo- went back for seconds, and it's my favorite of the flight. I don't know if you can get I'm any I'm the naysayer on well, this guy. About that. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till so, the next one. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go crazy and go five on this wow. one. Oh my god! Quite worthy. With an underlying too. Nice work, ladies. Yes. Yeah. Nice, nice work. You can ladies. send your next bottle to me personally. Girl power. I know, right? Yeah, for sure. Now we're going mm. to the oh, middle of the god. state. Yes. Middle of the state. D- middle of the country. Yes, middle of the country. Sorry. Middle Are Tennessee, the pies at the bottom of your legs that has toes on it? <laughs> so wow, we're going to Distilleria Vanelli and going to talk about one of my absolute favorites um, is Punch Fantasia. Yes. And this is 35% ABV. I know some people don't like it, but others do. So I don't mind it Let us once it's in my mouth. That's it's what she just said. the smell of it. If I had a nickel for every time I, I heard that. <laughs> That's all I ask for. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So the Varnelli family has been producing spirits since 1868 in the Marche region of Italy. And it was founded by Girolamo Varnelli who was an herbalist. Go figure. It has a base of a special Martinica rum that has been selected by the Vernelli family and includes a secret recipe of citrus, honey, and spices. Now, this is in the Italian tradition of liqueurs that are drunk hot in the wintertime (laughs) and are named punch. This is why this is called Punch Fantasia. Hot feet. Hmm. So, I mean, technically it's just spiced rum, right? No. No. Kind of. No, because there's all sugar and stuff. Yeah, right. No. Well, so my lead in tasting note was actually very approachable. (laughs) 
Sorry, Sparky, that was for you. <laughs> yeah, you know, some of these products, uh, you know, you, you have to have game on. You have to have, you know, a purpose or some other food with them or something else. This is kind of one of the few uh, products in this lineup. It's uh, this is a uh, training wheel, you know, a Mario kind of stuff. You know, I, I, I like this. I think it'll, it, it, a lot of people would, would enjoy this product. Um, there's a juicy fruit quality to it. Um, uh, but there's an herbal uh, undertone to this as well. I actually wrote down rosemary and lavender. I don't know if that's what's in this, but uh, that was what I thought was some of the uh, herbal un undertone that was on this. It is, you know, one of those secret recipes. And that's yep. that's the struggle of, of enjoying Amari is that there's a lot of it that you really don't know what it is. I mean, unless you're, yep. you know, very well versed in it's all. It's kind of like a date with a chick in Alabama. You're not really quite sure what's going on. Yes. Roll time. <laughs> and she was also named Fantasia. What? Oh, oh. well, mm. there's that. And seen you since Well, you wind up reunion. at the trailer park or not. <laughs> so. And, th and this is another one where it's light in viscosity, but just a huge amount of flavor. It's kind of red uh, in and color, And it is, too. yes. Uh, so this one definitely has a different hue than uh, some of the other ones that we've no, had here. And it's a very different flavor profile because the rum background. I mean, mm -hmm. it tastes, I mean, it's a great rum background, in my opinion. I don't um, know if I was paying attention the first time that it was a Martinique rum, but that explains the nose. If it okay. has like some of that dunder, some of that funk. like funk, because they yeah. make because that make is what it, the smell food. of it. it yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They mash all <laughs> yeah. the they mash all the sugar <laughs> cane David? with their feet. Ew, yeah, David. That makes so much more I, sense uh, to know that because that is that funky like dunder smell. So now that she understands it, she still doesn't like it. I don't mind it. I don't. I don't. I still hate you, but I understand you. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Right, 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 right. It smells like feet. I no longer want to kill <laughs> there you. There we go. I knew we'd get there. We the go. And I just like I was feet. waiting for it. Doesn't all the taste like feet. I'll just hold well, your nose. The other thing she's I, done a lot of testing on that. The other thing I like about this product, it is very popular, and you can find this in a lot of restaurants. You can find this in a lot of bars. Punch is very popular. You can you can uh, you can find it in a lot of places. You can so. find it in Knoxville. I know that. Yeah, that's for sure. It's well, pretty mild, really overall. Hmm. Minus in the, the grand scheme of things, punchy feet situation. Okay. Well, we are going to rate the Punch Fantasia from Varnelli a four. Though some of us would enjoy even a higher number, but that's okay. Advanced feet. Yeah, advanced feet. Okay. Moving on to a pasticci, the Amaro Luciano, um, which is Scusi. produced by Luciano 1894 SRL, is 28% ABV. So Cavalier Pasquale Vina created a mixture of herbs with a balanced, consistent flavor with citrus and floral notes in the back of his biscuit factory in 1894. What? <laughs> Isn't that cute? <laughs> What else are you going to do with all that flour? I'm just waiting for all these biscuits to rise. <laughs> hey, I'm going to make some hooch. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Throw some herbs in there, boy. These, bi these biscuits ain't selling. We're going to have to come up with a side business. <laughs> boy. So the recipe consists of a blend of more than 30 ingredients, including wormwood, which is common to a lot of Amari, uh, clary sage, muskiero, holy thistle, bitter orange zest, gentian root, Gesundheit. angelica, <laughs> sambucus elderberry, cinnamon oil, 
aloe and ruta. And I, and I have to admit, the website for this distillery is giving up like the most um, ingredients that I've ever seen. First of all, the a, F is muscaro. Muscaro? What? Yeah. What is that? What? That's well, a, I don't know the root. last time you got your is hands on a holy thistle, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> it's a yarrow root, but it's just the mm. musk of the yarrow root. They just wave it over Sunday. the they just, just wave uh, it over the lotter type of yarrow. Yarrow, yarrow, you get it, you get it out of its armpit. Yeah, you know, you just, get the musk. You don't put musk, the whole yarrow. It's not in. yarrow just, musk. It's musk yarrow. You just, you just take the yarrow root and you just musk yarrow like a musk ox. Over it. Mm. Sounds Jamaican. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Jamaican me crazy. <laughs> what? Wow. So some of the key things I wrote down in my tasting notes. This definitely reminded me of sassafras root. Uh, mm-hmm. Dead on for that. Um, bitter. I actually wrote down astringent, uh, and not in a good way uh, for this. That's what I, I write down about you sometimes. Oh, oh. Yeah. damn. Mm-hmm. I love the viscosity oh, on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that this was lighter. The, the, two, the, the two of you could not gang up on me. That is not Well, happening. you sat in my chair. We could have been have separated. have a soundboard? <laughs> yes. The man who owns here. a soundboard owns the world. Wow. That's you. I own everything here. in post-production. Calm That's down, all Mike. I have to say. Calm so. down, it's back okay. Now. All right. <laughs> all right. So mm. I think um, this is a little limiting to me in terms of dimension. Compared to some of the other Amaros that True. we have. With 30 ingredients. With 30 ingredients. It, it, it tastes, it tastes yeah. pretty yeah. two-dimensional. I mean, you mate. know, if you can't put at least 40 in there, I mean, you're not <laughs> yeah. even why, why are you even here? Sure. Just yeah. go home. Jerks. Chill. Skates. But I think it's like heavy on the cola to me. It's very cola-centric, mm. if that makes any sense. Yeah, mm. I can see that. Yeah. Now I that was... I've learned that I don't actually know what cola tastes like, I think everything tastes like cola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honey, do you need me to get you a Coca-Cola? Well, we are going to be rating the Amaro Luciano A3. Interesting. Okay. And Mm. moving on, our next one up for bids is going to be the Averno Amaro Siciliano. Wait a minute. That is produced by the Averno Group in Caltanissetta, Italy. Forgive me if I'm butchering that. And this is 29% alcohol by volume. So this is a cool little story about Averno, which some people on this table are really enjoying, aren't we, Sparky? For the third time. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Who's counting? Me. I don't have a problem. (laughs) I will drink my third of a thimble. Thank you very much. Don't look at me. Stop your judging. So Salvatore Averno grew up in Caltanissetta. In the early 1800s. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Well, that, I know. That'll, story yeah, type. that'll cut. So he mustard. became judge piece and benefactor of the convent of St. Spirito's uh, Abbey. Hello, ladies. Actually, it's, it's men. creepy. Actually, there was a guy named Abbey. Well, <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Well, that's a whole different story. Yeah. So according to a very ancient tradition, which originated in the fortified... Um, Benedictine abbeys, and then afterwards went, you know, to the Cisterian and and Cluniac convents. The friars produced an herbal elixir from a secret recipe in 1859 as a token of gratitude to Mr. Averna. The friars gave Salvatore the recipe. 
1868, he began producing it for the Averna household guests. Those must have been pretty thoughtful friars. To do I that. think so, right? So I guess they were deep friars. Oh. <laughs> hey, if you've got a Please. if you got a show and you want to hire some Please. decent talent, it's available. Yeah. Next week. <laughs> Let me know here at 110 Hand Productions. I'll book Dave. <laughs> God bless you, Dave. I'm going to promote you out of these time. award-winning show and into another place. Wow. What had happened was... Kick to the curb. Yeah. This week on Chainsaws and You. <laughs> so, Salvatore's son, Francesco, decided to present Averna Bitter at different festivals and through the through the years, it's received a lot of awards, medals, certificates, etc., which you can actually see on the Averna label. And then in 2014, they it's were bought out by the Campari Group. And Campari Group, Campari yay to us because everything. well, but it's available Ooh, in the states because of Campari. You know, yeah, so it's good. Thanks, Campari. Yes, yay, Campari. Now, little is known what goes into this fine bitter. It goes into my mouth, babies. But so, lemon peel and pomegranates are the only thing they will disclose. Do the uh, friars still get to That's drink it often? Interesting. Sure. Would Thank that make God them for those monks friars? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. So bad. I can't with Please the don't change the channel yet. I want to use this for aftershave. We're almost done. I love this so much. It's. This is my favorite thing. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, menthol. Um, and uh, but balanced. it's very sweet. Yeah. Uh, this is probably one of the sweetest ones we have. I'd in the call flight. this a dessert tomorrow. There you go. But dark yeah. and rich, and there's yeah. like coffee and. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's a, a bit of roastiness in, in there mm. that is really, really nice. I don't even know what. I mean. This one starts for me getting really, really complex because you start mm -hmm. tasting like some of those rancid, like leather and tobacco stuff in here that oh, isn't yeah. present in the others. Yeah. It's so great to, as a mixer in cocktails too. There's so many great cocktails you can make with. I, and it's so funny because I had completely forgotten that I didn't even read what this was when I tasted it. And I've made, I've got this at home and I've made so many drinks with it yeah. and it just didn't compute until I was like, oh, Averna. Oh, the whole yeah. citrus yeah. thing is just like a, it's not a lot on mm. this. It's is just that, like a hint. It's part of mm -hmm. that because like it doesn't have like maybe those strong eucalyptus or those menthol notes no. like it's not as that's not as prominent so it lets everything else come out definitely sweet uh for sure well we are going to rate the averna a four good job Verna. and a five for some that's people <laughs> so the last one that we are going to talk about quickly is the amaro del etna um, which is produced by Agrosin Sicilia. It's 29% ABV. Amaro de Etna has its roots on the slopes of Mount Etna in Sicily, where more than 26 herbs and aromatic plants grow. That's where the volcano is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Its special recipes and embodies the volcanic nature of the Sicilian soil and originated in 1901. Of note, the Walker distributing company brought this to the United States in 2017. So this has only been available for almost two years here this in the United such States. A yummy one. Same company that brought us Walker, Texas. Rangers. I have three yeah. words. Most people don't know that. Bitter, menthol, icky. You can yeah. taste the volcano in every sip. I don't like yeah. this. I give it a... Really? Yeah. yeah. I... I uh, okay, so... 
averaging it out, we're, we're going to say girls three. Boys on this one. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, did you say? Th- I thought you meant one. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. But just a, a quick note: it is a really beautiful amaro. It is. It's very complex. Um, you know, all amaro are like children. They're all beautiful in their own way. <laughs> like- they are. They are. And this one, I'm a big fan of, and I'm so happy that it's here in the United States. I second that. C. Well, I hope you enjoyed this little tour of Italy as we are discussing something that is very near and dear to my I heart. I know, I did. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. And you can always find us where you found us today. Hey! Same place. <laughs> we'll be here right next week, as well as all over the place on radio, satellite, online, Apple and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and nearly any place you listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find us is on your phone. Ask Alexa, Siri, Google, or Uncle Larry. Play podcast, Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback. And you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasty notes flow out on Twitter every single day at Sip, Suds, Smokes. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. This is a big help to us. Five stars. (laughs) And we get to see your feedback as well. Thank you so much. Good old boy Dave. Good, I tell you. Thank you, everyone, except Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, the love is real. Bless it. Good old gal Carrie Ann, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Y'all can find me over on Straight Up 615, where I um, post tasty notes hardly ever, but you could see some pictures of stuff I drink. (laughs) Doing God's work. Well, there's that. Yes. Picking out all the barrels. Good old boy, Sparky. Thanks for being here. Uh, thanks. It's good to be here. I just wish I could go to Italy someday, but I guess that's not going to happen now. <laughs> Probably not. Good old boy, Mike. Very happy you had joined us for this a good episode on the Sip Subs and the Smokes. That's why. Uh, come back next week. We're going to be right here. I'm going to ask you to keep on the sipping. This is good old gal, Juliana. Thank you so much for listening today. And in the words of one of my favorite authors, stay bitter, folks. This has been a one tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 